I'm Rolanda Watts, and I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in because I've got a great show for you, especially if you are looking to reboot your business, take it to the next level, try something new, you're in the right place because I've got branding geniuses with us today. And uh, get your notepad ready because there's some great information about to come your way. Yes, actually walked into Donald Trump's Celebrity Apprentice boardroom and confronted Gene Simmons from KISS. Oh, they later kissed and made up, so to speak. But Jeffrey Hazlett, well, that's not new to a swashbuckler or cowboy like him. The former chief marketing officer at Eastman Kodak, he is now a television and radio host himself. He is on the C-suite, and he says it's all about being clear about what your brand is. And let me tell you this. Branding is a whole lot more than just what you're going to put on your T-shirt. And then Kim Castle is going to join us right from her own brand you. But she helps a lot of business owners from the ground up build their empire, look at their opportunities, and make a difference by really tweaking that message. What is it you're trying to say? Well, Kim has helped mass market media empires create their own brand, step it up a bit, be a lot clearer. And if that is where you are, that's where we're going to go today to get you some good information from my branding giants. But before we begin, can I just say this? I am so honored and so proud to have been chosen to be part of the C-Suite Radio Network. I'm so excited, and I just want to say thank you so much to Jeffrey Hazlett for including me in this wonderful opportunity. I love being part of C-Suite now because it encourages me to do more business-oriented podcasts along with all the fun that we have with the other podcasts I do in the celebrity interviews and dealing with some serious issues as well. But the business is on my mind this year, and I'm sure it's on your mind as well. So I am going to tap into the resources that I have, the resources that Jeffrey Hazlett has as uh, one of the top CEOs in the nation. And so we're going to uh, learn a lot together. And I love sharing ideas and uh, growing as a tribe together. So that's what we're trying to do. And this is our first podcast for 2019. Thank you so much for listening. Please be sure to subscribe to the show and follow me on social media at Rolanda Watts and check out C-Suite Radio and all the podcasts we've got going on over there. So check us out and be sure to subscribe to Rolanda On Demand. It's road time. Welcome to Rolanda On Demand. I love my podcast because we not only tackle the tough issues of the day, but we deal with hot topics, celebrity interviews, and information that can help you in your business or relationships. This is Rolanda On Demand. Before we get to our guests, I also would like to remind you to follow me every day of the week on Facebook. You can follow me at Rolanda Fan Page. And remember, my name has an O in the middle. It's R-O-L-O-N-D-A. And you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm on YouTube. You can follow me there at Rolanda Watts. That's R-O-L-O-N-D-A. 
Rolanda Watts. You know, it's funny as we're talking about branding, I have to chuckle because, you know, I think people forget I have a last name. When I was in New York City as an anchor woman and news reporter, well, I was Rolanda Watts, and that was my brand. I was a journalist. I was the one who would go in there and get the story for you, you know? But then, after I did my internationally syndicated talk show back in the 90s, I was just Rolanda. And I remember Roger King, the sellingest man, the sellingest salesman in television history, that ran King World, which of course brought us Jeopardy and Oprah and Wheel of Fortune and American I American Journal and Inside Edition and all and the Rolanda show. He said, We're dropping your last name. And I said, Why? Because during this time I was Rolanda Watts and every talk show host, Geraldo Rivera, Jerry Springer, Oprah Winfrey, Mari Povich, Sally Jesse Raphael, everybody had a last name. He said, Rolanda, he said, we need the top 10 markets. And he said, in L.A., Watts means something different out there, and we need that market. And do you know that's why they dropped my last name and why I became just Rolanda? Well, the gift was, in all of that craziness, was that I had a show that lasted for four successful seasons. And the name Rolanda it will probably outlive me. <laughs> We've built quite a brand around the name Rolanda. And so I am always listening to folks like Jeffrey Hazlett because they are my friends and they're also my mentors when it comes to really be honing in your brand. And let me tell you, many of you are changing businesses or deciding you're going to dust that old business off and try some, you know, put some new blood into it. It is so important to constantly tweak. And I think that's what our experts are going to tell us today, that you just don't come up with the brand and just leave it. It's constantly changing. I mean, close your eyes and just, I'm going to throw some brands out to you and look how well they have done. Krispy Kreme Donuts. Did you see that box? Or did you see that red light go off? <laughs> did you smell that sugar? McDonald's. Ajax. How about tampons? Okay. Uh, how about Maxwell House? Tide. Coca-Cola. A brand so well-developed, they don't even have to say Coca-Cola anymore. They just say in red and white, real. Wow. Wouldn't that be magnificent if we could build empires based on our own branding expertise? The bottom line is, you know, when you're prepared you don't get as scared. So what that's what we're going to do today is prepare ourselves for a brand new season of business. Yep. Ha. Rolanda's all up in your business today as we are talking about branding. So if you know of somebody who's kicking off a new business, looking to try something new, give them a call, tell them Rolanda sent you, grab them and tell them to tune in and be sure and follow the show. Subscribe and always know I can never say it enough, but I don't want to drive you crazy with it. But thank you so much for listening. That, I tell you, just touches me because this is my passion and I love this. So I'm going to learn right along with you. I'm so blessed to have some great resources and good friends. 
and Jeffrey Hazlett, uh, the former chief marketing officer, is going to come up right after this break. He is the former chief marketing officer of Eastman Kodak. He is now the host, radio and TV, and he is just a good buddy of mine, and he's going to break it on down because he's for real. You might have seen him on Celebrity Apprentice going at it with Gene Simmons. I tell you, when boys get in the boardroom, I tell you, you never know what's going to happen, but we're going to get a lot of information today, so sit back and enjoy yourself. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business talking about brand strategy as we are focusing on a brand new day by boosting our brand or starting a new one. But let's get back to some branding information because I don't know about you, I'm always looking to boost the brand Rolanda. I mean, you have to be so multifaceted and you have to know your message. I hope my message is telling stories or sharing stories that affect people's lives in a positive way. To empower people, inspire them, entertain them too. But I think, you know, I hope you walk away with something like in the show. I hope you're going to walk away with some really good information in terms of branding from my experts. How do you work with your design? That could be your logo, but we all know that's not everything in business or branding. I mean, it's more than what's on your t-shirt or your cup. I call him the swashbuckler of branding. Jeffrey, welcome. It's good. It's good to be here. Swashbuckler, I like that. It, normally, everybody just calls me a cowboy because of my cowboy boots and the fact that I'm from South Dakota, but I'll take swashbuckler. I like that because it's a little more action. I feel like Errol Flynn when you say that. I should swing from the yard arm or something. <laughs> well, you know you are known for your suits and boots. You do walk into the boardroom. And you talk about branding. I mean, you will go, I call you the swashbuckler because you will go and you, you boldly walk into the boardroom and you get big companies like Dunkin' Donuts and some of the Sony, some of these big companies to really reevaluate where they are in the marketplace and if they are doing effective branding. Jeffrey, a lot of us are in transition. A lot of people are rebranding themselves, reinventing themselves, starting new businesses. A lot of people don't want to hear anybody coming in there telling them to be different. But they have to change in some way. What are some of the top, maybe the top three mistakes that people in business make when it comes to their branding? Well, I think the biggest thing is they don't know what their promise is. You know, a brand is too something that we always put on a, a horse, you know, and a cow. But, it, but, but it's really about a promise delivered. And so what's your promise delivered? And I don't think enough business people and even people themselves say, what do I want my personal brand to be or what do I want my business brand to be? I mean, what's my promise? How do I want to be known? And it, the more you think about that, then it structures more around the strategy of what you're going to deliver and the way in which you're going to deliver it. So spend more time with that. I think the other thing is to to really decide what it is you want out of life or your business. You know, if you're running your business, and what do you want it to do? What kinds of profitability do you want to have? How many customers do you have? How many, what's your growth market you want to be? What's your positioning? You want to be number one, number two, or number three, and that affects your pricing. And so the same thing holds true as you as a person. And then the third thing is just evangelize it. Whether you get out there and, and you said, you know, you've been putting up pictures of a, the red carpet event, which you classed up my event, let me tell you. you know, I was awesome. <laughs> that event was event. great. 
Oh, when people saw you next to me, it was Beauty and the Beast. I mean, that's what, you know, that's, what that's like. And so, Look, there was you know, great minds. There was great minds thinking alike. Because, listen, I'm following you. Jeffrey, you know, I, I met you. I, you know, I hate that word networking. because Maybe because I live in Hollywood and there are too many people walking around claiming they're networking and they're not doing anything. But really connecting the dots and being able to, to help people in business. I met you with uh, great uh, speakers and authors, thought leaders. And and you were on that stage motivating, and that's something you have to do in that boardroom too. Anything that you any any tips you would give on on how you motivate um, your brand and how you motivate the people to support your vision? Well, you got to believe in it first. You got to drink the Kool Aid, and a lot of people don't do that. You know, look in the mirror. I mean, a lot of people say, "Hey, I like to be like I used to be 20 years ago," and you know, you know, I'd like to look like I used to 20 years ago too. But I actually look better today than I did then. So, you know, it's a mindset. You know, get in a mindset that that's who you are. That's what you are. So so once you get past that, be sure of yourself, and not only just yourself, but of your business and of where you want it to go and the way you want to live. You know, you can't be cool and dress like Elmer Fudd, you know. So, you know, just get into that mindset. And a lot of people forget to do that, and I think that's important. If I give what I call my C-suite secrets, and we, I find out that it's really common sense, and most of us know it. But few of us do, and that's the biggest difference for most companies is in the doing and figuring out, you know, I'm going to go from A to B, and I'm going to do it. And, and don't let anything get in the way. So there's right. extreme focus around that, and I think that's where, you know, people are successful. I mean, I've been a big fan of yours, as you know. I keep telling you that every time I see you because I just, I, I've loved you on air. I love you on radio. I love you in person, and, and you're one of those genuine people, and you do it, and you make it happen, and that's, that's, that's a real, real gift. Thank you. Look, I believe faith without works is dead. You gotta, you know, and my mom has always said, you gotta meet God halfway. He believes in matching. Amen. Ground. So you do what you gotta do, and the rest will catch up with you, but you gotta be in the act of doing. You gotta do it. That's why I say you're the swashbuckler. You're not just the cowboy sitting over there by the, by the, <laughs> by the saloon door. You're really in there making things happen, and I know you're making uh, this you know, better. It's hard enough being me. I can't be anybody else or anything else. So there, there right. we go. One last question. How important is social media in boosting your brand these days? Uh, hey, it's huge. And I don't care if you're a business on Main Street or you're on Wall Street. It, the OPM is the best thing happening. OPM is other people's money. And that's what <laughs> social media really is. I mean, it's using your friend base. I call it friend sourcing. And, you know, you used to call it crowdsourcing, but it's really friend sourcing. That's what social media is. It's not crowdsourcing. It's friend sourcing. It's getting people of like mind, of like economic conditions, of, of like education and so forth to move in, in mass and, and using that influence. I, I would not be, I would not have a primetime television show if it weren't for my social media network. Because i tell you what got their attention at Bloomberg was I took their top five personalities, I showed them what their network was, and I said, here's mine, it's ten times those five people. Now do you want to talk? You know, so <laughs> that, that, got me that, that got me in the door, and the rest of it I had to go and deliver.
That's right. I tell you what, after, you know, after you're not on television, you're doing other things. Had I not had social media, I don't know where people would have been able to find me or do, you know, follow me in the different things. So that social media is everything. And like you say, getting that brand out, getting out that message. Look, I know you're running, Jeffrey. I know you've got tons of things to do. I cannot thank you enough. By the way, explain what a C-suite is. The C-suite is the most elite office office and officers of the company, the seeds, the CEO, the chairman, the chief financial officer, the chief marketing officer, chief legal officer. It is the C in front of those executive positions. And so, it again, like I said, 99.9% of business people don't get to see or be in that C-suite. And we're taking you there. You know, that's what the C-suite with Jeffrey Haysburg is all about. That's right. In the C-suite. That's the sweet spot of business, let me tell you. Jeffrey also has a wonderful book. It's called Running the Gauntlet, Essential Business Lessons to Lead, Drive Change, and Grow Profits. Jeff, you rock, man. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks. It's always fun talking to you. Jeffrey Hazlett has a brand new book out. It's called The Hero Factor. Go to Amazon and check it out. He's on book tour, and he might be at a store near you. You're listening to Rolanda On Demand, and I'm Rolanda Watts, and I just want to say thank you so much for listening. Kim Castle, another branding genius, is coming up. But please, before we go any further, do me one big favor. Could you please subscribe to the show? Would you subscribe to the show and share your thoughts with me? You can rate it and review it, and you can also please share it with friends. Let folks know what we're doing over here, because there may be somebody who might need this information, and just might need this boost of motivation. So please uh, share with your friends, share with your tribe and your family, and uh, let's do this together. Now, let's get back to Rolanda On Demand. Bold Radio, it's Rolanda. Make the list of your dreams. Mm-hmm. Are you into the list thing? I'm always thinking about what I'm grateful for. I did categories. So I did finances. I did health and fitness. I did family. And what do you put in those categories? So, for example, in health and fitness, I want to continue to work out at least three days a week. Did you read my list? <laughs> There's more Rolanda next. Talk, listen, connect. Please follow me on Facebook also at Rolanda Fan Page, R-O-L-O-N-D-A. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and LinkedIn and YouTube at Rolanda Watts. That's R-O-L-O-N-D-A. But let's get back to some branding information. Man, you talk about passion and you talk about folks like Kim Castle. Kim is a good friend. And she is also one of the top branding experts in, I won't say the world, <laughs> but certainly uh, in, in, in this country for sure. And she's going to tell us all the places she touches with her brand, you. She says a lot of times we just procrastinate and a lot of times we let those little voices get in our head, just, just make like weeds grow in the garden of our mind. But she says there's a process that you can actually go through and change that all around. Kim Castle. Hey, Rolanda. It is such a joy to be here with you. It's important that we get one with our brands and business, isn't it? You are just someone who has always inspired me. I love the things that you talk about, um, especially when you tell the story that you had to overcome so much to get to be the expert that's sharing all this information with us. Yeah, I think that every one of us has, you know, a, a, a story from, you know, 
challenge to triumph. And yeah, I, I grew up on, you know, welfare and I watched my single mom with three kids at 22 years old struggle with, you know, trying to make her make it in the world and turn to welfare and, and, and just was overtaken with, with fear and inability to, 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 actually command her own life and I watched what she did and I, I realized that that's not the that's not spirit in action that's not the truth of this existence and I dedicated my life to making sure that that not only I didn't live like that that when I got older that I would help others really step into their power uh of of just expression of of being alive on this planet and crafting their whole life around it and yeah not only did I grow up with fear I watched fear and I I, I come in contact with fear with with the entrepreneurs that I work with. I see fear. I mean, I think that we all see fear so many places, whether it's the way people react, you know, whether it's racism or whether it's, 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 uh, the fear of, of starting your business. Maybe it's a fear of success. Yeah. We all have fear. I have to overcome it every single day the same way you do. How do you do it? I mean, you know, because, because I think that is what, what really happens. Everybody sees a dream or has a story to tell. It's just taking that, that one step. I mean, what do you tell yourself so you don't become paralyzed in your dream? Well, first of all, I'm not of the camp where when people say it's false evidence appearing real. You know, they say, oh, or feel, feel the fear. Yeah, and, and it's not true. And, and, and I'll tell you, there's a true component and a false component to it. Because if you're feeling that fear, that limit, that contraction, it is as real as anything. You know, because what we experience is what we make real, right? So in a sense, it is real. What I found, and and it's interesting, I never thought that I would have a component of overcoming fear in my life, even though I grew up with it, I, you know, took on it, I watched it. Um, But what I found was working with the entrepreneurs, people that that, um, I committed my life to, helping them really own the power of their, their business. Um, I thought all he had to do was give them the process for brand development. They'd go off and make millions of dollars and send me a thank you note. But what, what I found was we'd be moving along the process, and all of a sudden we'd hit this invisible wall. And it, it was in a different place for different people, whether it was in the beginning or we'd be building, it would be on the 13th floor of the brand development, and then it would show up, and it would bring everything to a grinding halt. And so what I tell myself is, one, that I fear is actually, one, a natural condition in the body. It is yeah. in our, it, it, it actually, it was, it's wired into the survival of, of, of our human animal. It's it tells a us what to thing, do. really. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's a survival. Well, way of... Absolutely. It gets us out of the way of a bear or a speeding train or whatever that physiological function. So that's still working on in our body. Unfortunately, in this day and age, we don't come, most of us don't come face to face with a, a, an angry bear or a speeding train, yet this thing is going on in our life. And what I found when I broke down what's really going on with fear, now I'm not going to proclaim to be a, you know, a doctor of psychology or anything. This is just my understanding and my view. And I used a science behind what I do called unified conscious development. In fact, it's behind our brand process. It's behind everything. And I thought, well, if it works for brand creation and it is the true 
filter on how we manifest and create things. Let's see how it how it uh, applies to fear. And I really broke it down to realizing that fear is just our mind protecting herself, and it is basically our brain takes these pictures our entire life. It takes these momentary snapshots of everything that we've ever experienced. We witness, we experience, and it saves it up. It saves it up and it says, and it's going to give it to you later at a time that the brain says, here, I think this will be useful information. Our brain is just trying to help us. So when I, when I, I love the way you man, wrote that down. I never quite saw that, thought that way, but that's, yeah. that, that is amazing and that's so true. Because it really is. It's the best employee. It's the best friend. It's the best thing. Best function that you have going for you because its only function is to protect you. And very often when we feel fear, when we feel limits, it feels terrible, it feels disgusting, and we go, that's stupid, I'm stupid, my brain's stupid. And the brain says, uh-uh-uh, I'm not going to play that game. I have a very important job to do, and I'm going to save you no matter what. And that's why it digs its heels in. Oh, and so when you understand that fear, there is an actual process that you can actually shift fear from that contraction into action then you'll never let it stop you again and most importantly from creating the brand the, the business that you were you were created to to do and we'll be right back with more from Kim Castle right after this C Suite Radio Bold Radio, it's Rolanda. I guess you might say, Harlan, you're the expert on college advice, huh? Yeah, I would say that I'm the expert at college advice. I'm also a syndicated advice columnist, and I'm kind of like uh, Dear Abby, just younger, hairier, and a man. Hairier? I think. <laughs> I can't be sure, but I, I have a pretty good idea. Well, that implies Abby was a little hairy. There's more Rolanda next. Kim, I this. What a great, now, if you're listening, you've got to agree to, with this. What a great prelude into the whole branding conversation. I love how we just got fear. We just jumped into it and looked at it face to face and got it out the way. I love that saying that says you wake up every day, you face fear in the face and you say, get out of my way. I got work to do. And part of it is rolling up our sleeves and getting our brand. Uh, Kim Castle is a branding expert. If you really are looking to take your business to the next level. Some of you are artists like me, and, and we are our brand. Rolanda is one name. That's a brand. Uh, maybe you're looking to do that for yourself or for a product that you have. Whatever it is, we are all about taking everything to the next level. I'm Rolanda Watts, and our guest today is Kim Castle, who is our branding expert as we get down to business today. All right, so we've dealt with that fear factor thing there, Kim. And that really is a big deal for so many of us who are in transition. I mean, listen, I mean, all of us are at some point going through change. Um, how do we begin finding a brand? And explain to us, what is branding all about anyway? You got a business, but does that mean that's a brand? Great, great question. I know when I started out, ago, now I've been in brand development for over 20 years working. I started working with main advertising agencies and big companies like MCI and Domino's and Wolfgang Puck and Disney. So I've worked with big brands. And my real passion is helping entrepreneurs really tap into and own that true power at the soul level, at the core of the brand, the core of what you're giving birth to. I think big business today has lost it, and they're trying to find it again. You entrepreneurs and small business owners have the benefit of, of, of still being connected to it. Especially um, so with the brand. Internet. 
Absolutely. Nowadays, there's you have unparalleled access to to tools, to resources, to market reach at your fingertips. It, it doesn't matter if you're large or small; the playing field's been level. So That's when right. I first started talking to, with entrepreneurs, it's so interesting. I, there wasn't a lot of people talking brand. You know, everybody that was talking brand was in advertising agencies competing for Clio's and advertising right. or they were McDonald's. Like they were great now, so, or Sears or some big company. You know, they were brand. Exactly. They were the brand. So people like small business owners, entrepreneurs would look at brands and go, well, that's a brand. It's just me and my bunny slippers, or it's just me and my one employee or my wife or my husband or whomever, right? And so I remember when I first started talking about brand, entrepreneurs would, one, have that separation between between the brand that would work on them that separation, or they would think a brand was a logo. They would hand me their card and they'd go, well, how do you like my brand? And I'd say, well, that's your logo. And I'm an award-winning logo designer, right? So I was like, well, no, let's dig in a bit more. So here's a definition for everybody listening to truly understand a brand, because nowadays, everybody and their grandmother is a brand expert. And you've got people, I feel like sometimes I'm like talking about law of attraction, because it's so like, everybody's brand, brand, brand. I'm going to write this down with everybody else. The definition of a brand, so this is something we can go back to all week as we're to, or as we're making steps toward branding ourselves, not just doing business. So go on. What is the definition? And you can take this to the bank and use this not just this week, but really in your whole approach to your, your business. A brand is the precise and pinpointed communication of your company, your product, or your service, the value that it stands for and the ongoing feeling that your customers consistently get from it. Hmm. It is a wow, that's a lot. That that's a lot of plant. layers. It is. And it's a, and it's a seed. And it's so condensed into a seed that you're planting it in the minds and hearts and wallets of your market. Now give me an example. So many different ideas. There's so many different ways. And most people today have so many ideas. There's so many different things you can do. And that's wonderful. You just can't do them all at once, <laughs> one at a time. So we, we downloaded, we kind of created a map from all these different ideas and created a framework, a really business model and framework. And it really, it really is different for every entrepreneur. So we kind of worked at a brand from a, from a, uh, an overview of she really had a passion for dogs. Dogs. And what she was really upset with is that people aren't responsible dog owners. Like, for example, they would let them go to the bathroom and not pick up after themselves. Or that they weren't really embodied, you know, like really taking full responsibility for the care and the enjoyment of, of the, the dogs. So we helped her create a brand and actually went into creating her first product. So from a brand standpoint, it's also about what kinds of products you offer, what kind, what, who you choose in terms of manufacturing. So many different components. So when we really got down to her, her real passion for responsible dog ownership, and as well as fashion, we created this brand uh, that was called Free Play, and it was a multi-sack, which was a, a product that you put over a retractable leash. It's, it was like a bag that fit over the retractable leash that you could put everything that you needed, dog bags, hand sanitizer, your keys, your cell phone, you know, dog treats, whatever you needed right on your leash, and it was like a handbag. It was very fashionable. Oh, now, that's this is great. 
And then we helped her get funding. I mean, really work with manufacturers and help her get funding. Now, she had never been an entrepreneur in her life, ever. Yet we walked her into the market with such power and such clarity and such ownership that she was able to get Canadian government help. She was able to get manufacturing. And she walked onto the floor of one of the largest trade shows, pet trade shows, and had people wanting to just buy her brand. Oh, my God. This is why I'm getting chilled. This feels like Shark Tank. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So we're talking to brand expert on entrepreneur Kim Castle, who is breaking it down. If you're trying to take your business to the next level, trying to figure out what a brand is, if you are a brand or if you have one, you're in the right place right here. I love the points that you're making here, Kim. There, there are three things I'm going to talk about as we, we're going to pick up this caller right now. But I love how you said you got to take an overview. One of the things that we're always stressing here is that, you know, you've got so many gifts inside of you, just what you pointed out. There's, you know, God just packed you with so many wonderful gifts. Now is the time in this changing economy to really tap into those resources. I love how you talk about it. Sometimes it's not only about money. Sometimes it's about I have a desperate need to express myself, or I have a desperate need to help somebody, or I have a desperate need to, to change the world, whatever it is, and then being able to find out your priorities. Let's take this call, and we're speaking here with brand expert Kim castle as we are getting down to business today area code 202 who's this and what's on your mind hi rolanda this is uh michael a question about a practical question about uh, branding um actually i i'd like to know if you have any tips or techniques that you can offer for uh low cost or cost effective branding uh to get uh get your product sure. going Okay. Yes, I would absolutely, absolutely. That's one of the reasons that we started Brand You. I mean, if you were to come to me 15 years ago, it could have cost you $2 million to walk into one of the agencies that I work with. And I thought, well, that's not effective for, you know, anybody to be able to do a brand. And operating as a brand is such a place of ownership, of, of individual power, that I thought that shouldn't be allowed. So that's one of the reasons that we started Brand You. Now, I do want to make a clarification. So you said low cost branding. I make a real distinction between brand development and branding, which is the act of taking the brand out into the market. So I really want, and this is this will save you incredible time and incredible amounts of money, all right? So developing your brand, the, the, the idea of your brand, as I shared the definition of what a brand is, it's, it's strategy, it's self, self-internal of the business awareness, and it's clarity of that communication. The act of branding is taking it out. It's deciding whether to take that message of what that brand is and advertise on a Frisbee or advertise on a bus bench or a side of a bus or a blimp. It's understanding how to take it out experientially. So going back to your question, when you say low-cost branding, the act of getting the brand out, or low-cost brand development? Getting the uh, getting the branding out, you're exactly right, because a lot of times I will confuse uh, branding with the marketing aspect of it. Um, But I see similarities. So, uh, you know, what are some low-cost ways to to get your branding out? Well, so if if there's so many components to that as well. So if it's about uh, getting the logo done, there's a great site called 99 Designs. I mean, I'm 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 a 
I'm a, a proponent of as much as you want your nephew Chucky, you know, to support him and his, you know, Photoshop skills. If you're really creating a tangible business, you want to put the right money into it. It's not like you have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars, but you you have to know that the quality of your communication that to your market, the market looking at you as a business, they shop at Nike and they shop at Starbucks and they shop at any of those brands that they perceive as value. So the first blush, your logo, your packaging has to be on par with them. Doesn't mean it has to cost the same amount, but it has to be on par with them because they already have that perceived value in their mind. So a great logo place is 99 Designs. Mm, 99 Designs in terms of high quality logo design. I'm taking notes. I'm taking notes. Okay, so that respect. No, so we're... So we're talking, Mike, we're talking externally. I mean, there's incredible copywriters. There's incredible, you know, when you think about brand communication, I talk, you know, taking it out is taking it out through visuals. It's taking it out through copy. It's taking it out. When I talked about it's an experience, it's taking it out through music. So there's so many different ways. Now, when you're talking about different places, you know, different billboard companies or different markets online and all that, then we start to move into marketing, which is the reproducible system of getting a brand out reliably over a brand or a product out over and over and over again. Right, and I think I've I've been stuck in the mode of, okay, branding is social media. How how well do you attack social social media? Ooh, we talked about that. That's a big deal. Very important. Yes. If I can invite you, Mike, to, and everybody listening, to start to compartmentalize because otherwise it all blurs together and it's just one big, like, I don't know <laughs> what to do. <laughs> so if we can start to compartmentalize and go, a brand is that clear, that crystal, laser clear clarity about what it is you're creating and what it's all about, what it's unique, and why people choose you. You decide that. That's If you put that, that core in the center of the business, then you always proceed in power. Then from there, you're facing out to the market and you develop your logo, your, your tagline, your name, your colors, your experience. That's all in form by the internal part of your brand. So, Rolanda, you were talking about you need to get a logo. Well, we don't. Logo is like the eighth eighth or ninth step of a 13-step brand development process that we go through at brandu.com. So, I've we got to know what, <laughs> what the brand's about, what experience, what emotion we want to put people into in a second. So, that's where the logo comes from. Then we've wait, got wait, branding. I like what you just said there, Kim. Kim wait, let's take a second there. I like what you yeah. just said there. It's not just about going, when you're talking the branding talk, it's not just about going out and getting a logo. It's about getting something that puts a picture in somebody's mind that evokes an emotion. Absolutely. I hope that makes it clear, Mike, so you understand brand is the definition, the creation. It's the birthing process. It's the thing that you're giving birth to. Branding is growing that baby up and putting words and putting clothes and sending it out into the world. Marketing, which is so many different components, which is, is social media, it's PR, it's events, it's it's radio, it's all, you know, now the merger of media through business is crazy. So marketing is that reliable, reproducible system to get it out in a variety of different ways. Social media is just one of them. Mm. Okay, great. Yes, thank you so much. I'm going to visit your website and hang up and continue to listen to the show. And, uh, Mike, thank you so much for tuning in. It means a lot to me. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care, all. (laughs) 
a couple of questions. One is about um, self-publishing. People, a lot of people are having their own self-published books or some literary thing. What is the best way to brand a book? A book is a business. Don't think of it as an isolated thing, like unless you think it's just a business card. So there's two different ways you can go about it. You can um, either think that I'm use, I'm doing this book as just a credibility builder, that this is just unreliable, you know, that I have knowledge, and you're thinking of it as a business card type of thing, or as a brochure, or more, if you want to make money from your book, you need to think your book is a business. It's like a, a division or a product line. You got to think bigger than just the book because the book is really more of an entry into a, a whole a whole thought process. So it could be it could be merchandising, it could be you know information products, it could be events, all from that book. It could you could leverage it into expertise on a show. It, all of that you you need to think of it bigger. Our approach to brand development because it's process based. You can take the angle of at a business level, you know, like a, a, an umbrella corporate, you know, the, the overarching umbrella, you can right. take it at a division level, or you can actually use the same process again and again to focus at a book. So we actually have helped people de- write their book, develop their book before they've even written the book because they going through the process, the clarifying brand process, they know exactly what the book is about. Yeah. yeah what, what is what is the right cover? What is the right words? So it, it, we've done it with film companies that had already filmed their film. They said, we want you to do the key art, which is the design, the movie poster design and everything. We said, well, we don't do that anymore. We'll take you through brand and we'll deliver one, one concept where you used to pay for 12. And they go, well, uh, okay. And we took them through half of the process. They knew what the, the film was about and had to go back and re-edit it because they knew what the film was about. It had they gone through the process, the brand development process before that, they would have been able to get exactly what the film was about and save them so much time and so much money. Uh, what we're learning a lot is that the process maybe is what we're doing has got to be inside out. You know, it's, it's learning. You, you know, you like, like for instance, you mentioned to me a lot of times, you know, we're way ahead of ourselves. There's some other work that we need to do. Top five things before we say goodbye, the top five things that we can do this week in terms of getting closer to our branding successes. Okay, first of all, I'm gonna, one is if you wanna start being a brand, you need to start showing brands love. You need to see, rather than thinking there's a separation between me and that brand, you need to start looking and going, that brand is doing this well, and why? Why do you like the different brands that you like? So you're you're aligning yourself to the power of a brand. Two, start paying attention to the things that you buy without thinking. Hmm. And, and see how you can start applying that to your your business, that either, whether it's a business you have or the business you want to create. And now three, I want to give you a couple questions just to ask yourself if you are ready to develop a brand. One, do you have a business, a product, or a service that brings value to people's life or you want it to bring value to people's lives? Is it a business that you personally believe in? Without that, it's too easy to kind of go down the path and when it gets tough, you just you, you, you abandon it because you weren't really really personally invested. Can you see yourself earning hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars from it? And again, it's not about the money. It's not about, you know, like how much you can have from the money. But remember, money's at a value exchange. If you can't see people paying you for it, then you're not owning it enough. 
uh, four, is this a business that you can see spending the rest of your life doing or handing it down to your children or even selling it for a lot of money? And finally, do you want your business to take on a revenue-producing life of its own? If you answered yes to any of those questions, not all of them, any of those questions, then it's time to really, no matter where you're at in the process, even if it's, you're just thinking about it, it's time to start thinking of it as a brand and, and actually go through the brand clarifying process. You can check that out at brandview.com. I'm going to change your life. 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 That is fantastic. And, and like like you said, go to brandu.com. Follow up with Kim. Kim is just great. You can hate she's What I love about her, she's very accessible. And you can uh, reach her right there at brandu, that's capital U, dot com. Also, kimcastle.com. And Kim, you're absolutely gorgeous. You made my Facebook page look fabulous this week as I promoted you. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, thank you. It's a joy to be here on the, on, on the show and supporting you and your brand and everybody else. Yeah, you can find me at brandu.com. You can find me on Facebook, forward slash brand you. You can find me personally, Kim Castle, Kindle Tribe, at brand, uh, on the Facebook. So, yeah, I'm accessible. Reach out. If there's no reason that you feel alone or struggling with the creation of your brand. And what you put on the planet, too. I love it. Okay. I'm going to change your life. I'm going to change it. I'm going to change your life. Thanks again, Kim Castle. And we'll be right back right after this. I'm going to change your life. It's Rolanda. Real estate gave you wings to fly. What do you mean by that? As you described in your introduction, uh, when I walked out of an abusive marriage, my husband closed out the bank account, so I would have no choice but to go back to him. He didn't realize that that was really what I really needed to do to sort of jump off the cliff. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.